Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on? Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, dressed in black, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, Tom Brady is returning to the NFL, but not how you think. Yes, <laughs> Tom Brady Mojo is in negotiations to buy part. Part, not the whole thing, part of an NFL franchise. And it's not the Buccaneers, and it's not, shockingly, the New England Patriots. No, Mojo. TB12 is in negotiations with none other than Mark Davis to buy a minority stake in the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, uh, there he is, of course. Uh, you may remember, and we talked about this, Mojo, it was a few months ago, Tom Brady bought into Davis's WNBA team, the Las Vegas Aces. So he's already familiar with Mark Davis. They are already in business together on another venture, obviously. And now the two men are negotiating. And uh, I would say likely this is going to end with Tom Brady being an NFL owner. Now, he's not going to be the main guy. That'll still remain Mark Davis. But bottom line, Tom Brady, who has wanted to get into NFL ownership, he's made that clear for a few years now on the steps of being one of the very few guys who can say, hey, I own a team. I got deja vu for a second there, Babcock. Yesterday's show started with you saying the exact same thing. Tom Brady coming back to football. Oh, I did say that. I'm very creative. But not in the way you might think. I literally had to look down and see what day it was, make sure I'm not in some sort of alternate universe that's going around these days in, in, in film. Right. So I got mixed up. But shoot, my first question is, how is this going to affect that reception when he goes back to uh, right. New England here soon? I mean, we're not talking about an AFC-NFC team. We're talking about two AFC teams. They play each other. They they wouldn't just meet in a Super Bowl situation. So that is a factor here. Of course, that reception in New England, by far secondary, tertiary, way down the line in importance next to owning a team. I'm always curious when you have essentially these celebrity owners, even if your celebrity was acquired in the same industry, what kind of percentage uh, they're going to actually walk away from, uh, you know, from the situation with. But Tom Brady owning a franchise, any franchise, doesn't matter which one, obviously makes sense. We're talking about the greatest football player of all time, a guy that any locker room would respect, that any quarterback, even take Patrick Mahomes, he is going to look up to Brady. He is going to be receptive, extremely receptive to Brady's criticisms or coaching techniques. I mean, that guy can literally speak to anybody. And then you talk about the insight that he might be able to supply a team leading into the draft or player operations, literally anything. This is a guy that you want owning a piece of your franchise. That goes for anybody. Definitely interesting that uh, we're talking about the Raiders here. 
of all teams. Of course, that was a potential landing site for him years ago when he yes. when he left New England before he he sided with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this is a situation that has to happen. For I, I think that's a good point, Mojo. Tom Brady wanted to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. I have that on good authority, and he was very close to making that a reality. Ultimately, the Raiders chose uh, to stand by Derek Carr as their quarterback. We know now what happened and how that turned out. He's not in Vegas anymore. That tells you all you need to know. But he was very close to going to Las Vegas, and I think that goes to show you that Tom is a fan of the city. Uh, being in Vegas provides the Raiders with, um, with opportunities that no other team has. And short of being in New York City, I, I don't know that there is a more appealing market for an NFL owner right now. And Look, Tom's going to be the guy. He's not going to be a guy who is uh, in the offices day in, day out, you know, running uh, the the behind-the-scenes stuff with the organization. That's not going to happen. But just being in business with Tom Brady is a huge coup for the Raiders. I do wonder if this was a possibility, if this could have happened with the Patriots, or whether Robert Kraft said, hey, despite as much I love you, Tommy, you're not getting a piece of my team. I do wonder if all things were equal, if Tom would have wound up in New England. But hey, it doesn't doesn't matter. It's a pointless conversation now because barring uh, the negotiations just falling apart, he is going to be a partial owner in Las Vegas. Now, Mojo, we recently, uh, matter of fact, a little bit earlier today, we ran into somebody who is uh, with Fox Sports, Jay Glazer, and he is as captain as an NFL uh, insider as there is around the league. We asked him about the, the meaningness of Tom Brady buying into a team. Here was Glazer a little bit earlier today. Anything Tom touches is going to be successful. So anything, anytime you have Tom Brady around, it, it's going to help. It's not going to hurt. Right. He's a winner. They're saying it's like a minority kind of thing and that he won't have any operational capacity. But like, when you got a guy like that in the wing, like, uh, aren't, you tempted, lean into him? Yeah, aren't you tempted to be like, yo, receiver. Yeah. They tell me to get that quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to, if he's there, why not? Yeah. Use everybody you have. I don't know, you know, how much he's going to be involved in something like that. But yeah, it, listen, anytime you have a guy like Tom Brady, man, who he's the best who's ever lived. It, and he's the best who's ever lived because he outworked the world. It's that work ethic. It's, you know, he's, I've always said, like, if you want to be the best, find out who the best is and do more than them. Yeah. And that's what Tom did. And, yeah. and, and it's not just in football. He's going to do it everywhere in life. I think, yeah. you know, if you broadcast with us, it'd be terrific at that, too, because he's just going to outwork people. This is great. But the thing that I'm really most excited about is that Tom Brady, this incredibly handsome guy, beautiful set of hair on top of his head, to be honest. You would know. Right. Well, yeah, and you would, too. To see him standing next to a goat like uh, well, there it is right there. We got a little preview a few months ago at the WNBA game. But Mark Davis is a hair icon. And oh, uh, uh, wow, look at that set of hair. I think you would look great with something like that, Mojo. Yeah, you're going to have Tom Brady's hair and I'm going to have his. Oh, 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 there you did it already. <laughs> My next haircut. Hey, I got the hair now, babe. We're going to have to do something with this. What do we think? Should this be Mojo's new haircut? Or should that be Babcock's new hair? No, We're no. going to let you, the fans, decide. <laughs> you know, we talked about UFC legend Tony Ferguson, how he got that DUI over the weekend. Cops say that he actually 
crashed his truck into a few parked cars in Hollywood. And you're looking at the crazy photos right there. You see the, the vehicle was on its side. So this was a bad accident. Tony Ferguson was arrested for DUI. And now he obviously has to deal with those legal issues. But you got a lot of people that even more importantly, Mojo, than the legal side of things that are just worried about Tony Ferguson. A few years back, he talked about the benefits of getting rid of eliminating alcohol from his daily life. And this, in fact, was, you know, we're not listening to the audio, but this uh, interview I did with Tony and he said, hey, this has really changed my life for the better. Well, obviously, Tony has uh, somewhere along the line has seemingly started drinking again. And again, you got people who are worried around him around the UFC. So we were recently talking to somebody, a fighter by the name of Jared Gordon, one of the more popular fighters in the organization. Now, Jared has a fascinating story because he was addicted to drugs, hard drugs we're talking about here. And Jared was able to kick the addiction. And he is somebody who has been outspoken when it comes to issues of addiction. I'm not saying Tony has a problem. I, I don't know. I just know that cops say he got a DUI and crashed into parked cars last weekend. So we had a conversation with Jared. We were talking to him about Tony. And this is a guy, if Tony wants it, Jared Gordon is clearly willing to help. He's uh, a legend. Basically, at this point, he's, you know, one of the best fighters that ever got in there. Uh, but he, you know, just like everyone is fighting a demon and he should look for help. Definitely, we can obviously relate on a lot of levels and, you know, um, especially this, <laughs> the substance abuse. You know, been there, done that. It's not like I was just like, oh, I, I smoked a little pot here and there. Like, I was, uh, you know, no good bottom of the barrel addict so um yeah i would love to somehow help but like i said like i'm not gonna i don't ch you know if someone wants help they gotta they gotta look for it i'm like i'm not gonna try to like it's just weird when people do that they try to like push boundaries no let me help you and it's like all right relax so you know you're, you're there if he needs you i'm there if he exactly if someone needs me I mean, look, when you're going through issues like this, I mean, having a friend, someone that's been there, done that, recovered from the issues that you're currently struggling with, I mean, that goes miles. A lot of times these issues escalate, you know, because people think that they're alone. They're, they're fighting this yeah. thing by themselves and they can be very public figures with very public lives. But at the end of the day, there's not always that many people for you behind closed doors that aren't looking yeah. for a handout, that aren't trying to uh, make some money off of you in some way, shape or form, or even some publicity or some notoriety off of you. And when you reach a level that high, it's hard not to think that, especially in this day and age, because there's yeah. usually an angle from almost everybody. But if you can find somebody that you really trust that really is looking out for your best interest, I mean, this this goes such a long way. And these issues are exacerbated by the fact that this man is a professional athlete. Right. But more importantly than that, a fighter, someone that goes through just so much pain, physical yeah. pain and torment on a daily basis. I mean, you've heard previous athletes talk about this in the past. A lot of times they did these drugs. It wasn't for the high or to feel good or, you know, achieve some sort of athletic edge or gain. 
it was just to manage all the pain that they're in, to have the pain go away. They couldn't sleep, they couldn't talk, they couldn't think because they just felt that awful all the time. So if you can find somebody that's been on your level, that's uh, gone through the same issues you have, my goodness, uh, that can literally save a life. Let's just hope Tony can find the right person for him that's gonna be able to help him with his issues uh, individually and you know, make sure that this doesn't uh, snowball any further. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, LSU star Flaw J. Johnson, one of the breakout stars from women's college basketball, is forced to apologize after she drops a song with offensive lyrics. It all has to do with 9-11. We're gonna let you hear the song and the apology next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo. Flood Johnson uh, from LSU, not just a hoop star, but also a pretty darn good rapper. But she got herself into some hot water this week when she uh, she made a remix to Lotto's Put It On The Floor. Obviously, that's a hit in itself. Flood um, she made a remix. Unfortunately, the lyrics upset a lot of people because she referenced the September 11th terrorist attacks. Now, uh, Flaw J has since apologized, but if you have not heard the uh, song, here is the part that uh, that has got a lot of people very upset. So you heard it there. She said in this 9-11 blowing smoke, just like the tower, something to that effect, Mojo. Obviously, 9-11 uh, was a, a play on words, meaning a Porsche 9-11. But when she says towers smoking, she is obviously referring to the Twin Towers. And we we know um, more than 2,600 people ultimately died on September 11, 2001 in uh, lower Manhattan. So, Mojo. She has now come out with an apology. Uh, Flaw J, who uh, I feel like this is relevant. She was not even born uh, when the attacks happened in September uh, 2001. She is only 19 years old, so it's not going to have the same effect on her like it might have somebody who, like myself, was 18 years old and who lived just miles from the World Trade Center. Anyway, here is Flaw J apologizing to everyone who was hurt. Now, y'all probably heard the lyrics and the song that I made, and I just want to come on here and let y'all know by no means would I ever intentionally try to disrespect or offend anyone. Um, my whole goal in music is to push positivity and to spread love, so in no way, shape, or form would I ever intentionally try to disrespect or offend anyone. I'm definitely going to learn from this moving forward, and I just thank y'all for y'all continued support. 
What do you think, Mojo? I, I like the apology. I mean, it seems yeah. sincere. It seemed heartfelt to me at the I end agree. of the, the day. It's a it's a 19 year old, a, a college student who is still uh, developing maturity wise, emotionally. Yes. Um, you know, they put you through this kind of training when you're in college. But, you know, it doesn't always prepare you for some of these, you know, real life situations. Yeah. Now, if if something like this were to happen again, sure. Now maybe we're a little harder on it, um, but yeah. for something like this, you can tell it. Uh, you know, it, it was an honest mistake, and you know that's kind of the tough part about you know music when you, when you're putting out lyrics, you want them to hit as hard as you can. Right. You really want to press those limits as far as you can, right until that edge, without pushing it too far. And this, unfortunately, went a little too far. I mean, nine eleven. Maybe that's something you stay away from in yeah. music and comedy and all these things. I mean, comedians, probably just as bad. They're always looking for, for that next big joke that everyone's yeah. talking about. And oftentimes, people push it too far. It's not funny anymore. It's a, it's a negative. Unfortunately, these things can get you canceled as well. But again, a 19-year-old college kid, if her, her message is to spread positivity, Swing and a miss on this one, but I don't think everyone needs to condemn it for the internet. Let her have it. Um, you know, let, let's grow from this and move on. Yeah, much. I, I think, uh, too, you, you've got to realize that these women on this team, they became overnight sensations. Angel Reese obviously got a lot of attention um, for what she did. A lot of people like, yeah, they're speaking of Angel Reese. That was the uh, the John Cena. You know, you can't see me. Um they got a lot of attention. They became overnight celebrities and uh, perhaps they weren't ready for all of that to be uh, in the spotlight of the entire country. I would liken it to this. Uh, if you weren't born for something like, say, Pearl Harbor in 1941, it's not going to have the same impact on you. And you might not realize you might not feel the same about it as somebody who lost, say, their son on on one of these ships in Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. So. I think it's a teachable moment. It's a learning moment for uh, Flaw J. Johnson, and, and she will be better. And oh, by the way, the song, great. I love it, except for that one line. She has actually replaced that line, and I think now she's got a hit. So uh, shout out to her. Yesterday was one of the most anticipated days of the NFL offseason. It's the day where the schedules are released. And I'll tell you what, these NFL teams are so great on social media. They are so funny. Um, each team has their own uh, sort of unique way of announcing their schedules. You had the uh, Chargers who did this little uh, anime thing. You had the uh, the Broncos who uh, got their own quarterback, Peyton Manning, and did uh, an office uh, skit and mojo. My favorite were the Tennessee Titans who took a camera crew down to the streets out there in Tennessee and um, talked to some of their fans, maybe? Watch this. Baltimore. Baltimore Orioles. This one is the Red Stallions. Chester Cheeto. <laughs> I don't know.
know. There's one in there that you will love. I don't know if you caught it or not. Yeah, you obviously, you obviously know which one was my personal favorite. We don't have to say it because I already got yelled at by you guys a ton of times for it this year. There's, what was it? The Red Stallions for the Falcons? The Falcons. You want to know the funniest part, Mojo? The, the uh, Falcons now have changed their name. On, look at it. They're not the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> the I love that they oh, played great. along with something that wasn't even their skit. So funny. A huge fan of the Falcons for this alone. Maybe more than anything they've done on a football field. Me too. I hate to say. This is great. I love this trend. Everyone's getting creative, putting something behind it. The funniest part is it doesn't involve any of the players on the team. (laughs) Like, they're getting – they're having their fun with the fan bases, the mascots, like – this is great. The, I mean, this one in particular, the da 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 Hey, that was crushing <laughs> me every every couple seconds. I, I hope this trend continues, but I don't think there's any question that the Titans won this one. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Everybody out there, look for Mojo at the next 49ers-69ers game. Yeah. He will be there. You probably. said it, not me, pal. <laughs> All right. Empty chair. Hey, there he is, Mike Babcock, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we are almost out of time, but I'm going to go off script a little bit here. Lucas Widman, are you there? Are you here, buddy? Hey! 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 Mojo, it's a special day today. This man right here, the King, Lucas Widman, celebrating his 39th birthday. Just kidding. 31st birthday, Lucas. Happy birthday, pal. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's why we're all wearing black for Lucas, because he... It's like an emo thing that he used to do, and so we're wearing black to uh, commemorate the big day when the legend was born. We almost dyed our hair. We almost put some guideliner on. uh, (laughs) Why didn't we? (laughs) I didn't paint my nails, surprisingly. Oh, (laughs) Lucas, next year. Next year for the big 4-0. We just wanted to. (laughs) I'm I'm putting my my old age on Lucas. Um, Next year, yeah, we will uh, will, uh, celebrate big. Dyed hair, dyed nails, everything. Uh, We just wanted to say happy birthday, Lucas. We have got to go, everybody. Um, Big sports weekend. Some sports going on this weekend, and we're going to cover it all on Monday. Be safe. Have fun. We'll see you then. Monday for everyone but Lucas, since it's his birthday today, will definitely be... The best show since Saturday!